Okay, just by way of Hagdama to the Hagdama. You know, we, we've, uh, those who have been to the Nigan Chabura know that we're trying to grab and utilize music in different ways. Music has been used for a long time to get people to be besimcha, to dance, bar mitzvahs and at weddings and different things like that. It's, it can bring a person to certain emotions. And we're trying to, to grab it in a certain way, connecting to the Torah, connecting to the Vodas Hashem, specifically to guide us, guide us to ourselves, guide us to Kaddish Baruch Hu. And specifically now, you know, the day after Yom Kippur, a few days before Sukkot, this is probably one of the craziest times of the year, Mamish. Whirlwind of Yom Kippur, whirlwind of the preparations for Sukkot. And it's a, it's a dogma, it's, it's an example of what really goes on during <laughs> almost every week of our lives. There's so much going on. And it is ever important, those who know, some don't know, but to be able to stop and to, and to just breathe and to just be. And to just let yourself go into a deeper place. During the whole year, we're ani, I. I, I, I do this, I do that, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I need to take care of this, I need to take care of that. But we have to learn how to turn the ani into ayin. There's a Rashi in Vayikra, which I love so much. Right in the beginning of Vayikra, one of the first Rashis, maybe the second or third Rashi. And Rashi asks, what's with the pays and the samichs? Or really, what's with the, the breaks? Anybody who has ever lain a parsha in the Torah, has gotten a liyah, looks inside this, there are breaks, there are spaces in the Torah. So Rashi asks, what is that? If Hashem was teaching Moshe constantly, what are these breaks? So Rashi says something incredible. He says that Moshe Beinu needed time from one teaching of a Kodesh Baruch he needed to stop and just think and let it settle in before he can go on to the next teaching. Because sometimes a person needs to just stop and think about what has happened. And sometimes a person needs to just stop and not even think. And let a Kodesh Baruch Hu think for you. And I think that's more of what we're doing here. I think that the whole day, week, there's a lot of Ani. Even during Yom Kippur, it's, I'm screaming, I'm davening, I'm asking Kodesh Baruch Hu for forgiveness. I'm getting my Lulav and I'm preparing my sukkah. There's a lot of I, and it's true. But when there's a lot of Ani, we forget about the Ayin, we forget about the Kaddish Baruch And we have to realize that it's not us. We all know that. It's not us. It's really only Him. We're just a Kali. So just like we're a Kali on Yom Kippur and we're a Kali on, on Sukkot, we have to be a Kali in this moment right now. Yosef's going to guide us slowly, slowly, with his words and his music strumming slowly, slowly going from the Ani to Ayin. And it takes 5, 10, 15 minutes, I'll tell you, and I'm going to end with this. The last time when we were doing this, this was my first time with a musical meditation. For the first few minutes, I was just, I was trying to just be, and I was thinking a lot, you know, this is taking a long time, that's what I'm thinking. And then I, but I held on, and I didn't say anything, and I, said, I just, I tried to just control it, and at a certain point, you just let go. Because there's a lot of, we're built up. There's a lot of stuff going on. And it takes time 
for the music to break through. Break, th- break through our daily work, break through our emotions, break through our thoughts to just get us to the place of just nothingness. And it's in that place that the magic happens. And it doesn't mean your conscious, doesn't mean a new thought comes in. It just means you hit a place of ayin. And in that place, that's where Kadosh Baruch Hu is. That's the place where you are. And that's it. That's all you have to do. There's nothing to do. It should just be. So, Hashem, with Yosef Salpish Vizokha, to whatever we get out of this, we get out of it. Just being here, just trying to be in this moment is special in itself. So without, without further ado, Yosef, take us. explains that wherever your mind is, that's where your heart is, and that's where you are. And through our mind and through our consciousness and our capacity to to get a little deeper, you know, we could, it doesn't matter where we are, we could just sink into the soul. Soul is the highest. And we still have that soul no matter where we are. So just before we um, before we start. One of his one of his students who actually wrote down I think um, most of his books. I asked him the question, how are we able to connect? How are we able to connect to a chad? The energy the energy of the day. He said something really really simple but really profound that always the first the first level of connecting to anything which includes you know the energy of the day whether it's Yom Kippur Sukkot the days in between is Yishuvadat is the returning, returning to the self. To that place of quietness, to that place of sheket, of stillness, of expansiveness, of soul. And when we're able to slowly release ourselves within that space, 
We could then be curious and notice what the energy of the day is. If our mind is in chaos and our thoughts are racing and our emotions are going a little crazy, it doesn't allow us to be present to even notice what's going on. So maybe something we could think about, we have this intention throughout this journey together, through the music and the meditation, through the singing and the meditation. Seeing and noticing and being curious if we can tap into that place of Yishavadat, that place of stillness, of quietness. And even if we get there for just a moment, that's a gift. And once we move to that place and that state even for a moment, it allows us to have that faith that we could always return back to that place. No matter how chaotic the mind is, we could always return back there. And then live more and more from that place and even notice perhaps throughout Sukkot and throughout the Chagim, if we're able to sense a little bit more the energy of the day. What God is telling us, the Ashkacha, being as clear and being able to see the world from a more clear space because we're living from a more quiet and spacious and still place so I bless us all that we should be able to tap into that a bit through this journey together the idea of a musical meditation is for us to Connect to that space, stillness of quietness of Yishavadat, perhaps the capacity to tap into the energy of Sukkot, and doing it through the, the medium of music and meditation, through connecting to ourselves and connecting to each other. The deeper that we're able to connect with each other and the light within each other, Connecting to that Shechina, to the Knesset Yisrael, the soul of all souls, the deeper we're able to connect to ourselves, and the deeper we can connect to ourselves, and the more we're able to sink into that, the more we can connect to each other. And Rabbi Nachman, he explains that the word Chazan which is the one who leads prayer the cantor, the same root as chazon, which is a seer, a prophet, explains that when we're tapping into music on the deepest level, we're able to tap into the same place where prophecy comes from. So we could also allow the music as Rep. Yermi was saying so eloquently about the power of music, could allow the power of music to take us on that journey. 
And it's about releasing, being curious and noticing. The more that we're trying and we're holding and we're attaching, the more that we fall into ego and the Yitzhahara, the more we're able to release and be curious and notice and move from the Ani to the Ayin. The more we're able to connect, the more that we allow everything to move through us. So just taking a moment to connect to the Chabura here. You can even scan the room in your eyes, in your mind's eye, and connecting to the light within everybody here, the Nikuda Tova, and just connecting to that light, and just scanning through everybody here, and just connecting deeper and deeper, that when we're doing this journey, it's not only an individual journey, but it's a collective journey, that we're helping each other out, you can even send, you know, positivity to each other. Through the imagination. That there's a the power of the mind is also through the imagination and the power of the imagination. And through that we can send positive energy and peace to each other. So that we could get higher and we could connect deeper to each other, connect deeper to ourselves. taking a deep breath in together and taking a deep breath out taking a deep breath in and a breath out the breath in the nishima the breath the same word as the nishama the soul that part of being alive is the breath in and out exhalation, the ups and downs of life, and what it means to be alive is to go up and to go down, the constant going up and going down, and that's what it is to be alive, and at the same time, the capacity to even move a little bit beyond that life and into that stillness, which can notice the breath. And that just is, that doesn't have to do anything, that doesn't have to go anywhere, that could just be. And the idea is just to be curious and just to notice. Notice that chaos, notice the ups and downs, Noticing the cycling, you can even notice the noise in the room where you're sitting. Just being curious of all of that and allowing yourself to drop into the awareness and the stillness and that which can notice all of that chaos. 
that can notice the ups and downs of life and still be centered, that can notice my voice, that can notice the guitar, that can be curious about even the energy of the room over here as we're getting deeper and deeper and sending more and more positive energy. Noticing the smell of the room, what the air feels like over here, whether it's hot or it's cold, just allowing the mind to wander. And one of the vehicles and ways to get into that meditative state is just to notice and be curious. And even if the mind wanders and it will wander, you can just notice that. You can notice, oh, my mind just wandered. And then bringing yourself back to that anchor, to the breath, to that inhalation, the exhalation. You can see the breath as that anchor that brings you back to that center space. You can even allow the mind to wander and think about something else and then bring yourself back. One of the ways of also moving ourselves into that place of stillness and awareness is by being compassionate on ourselves. That when the mind wanders and when we get confused and we're trying to move into that place but we don't get there, just to be compassionate and just to notice that to be like, that's okay, and that's going to happen. And just noticing that, and then bringing ourselves back to that breath, and being prepared for that. That the mind is, uh, it could be a pretty crazy place. And we could just notice that it could be challenging at times. Being aware of that, noticing that, being compassionate on ourselves bringing ourselves back to that breath, back to the awareness and sinking deeper and deeper into that awareness and that expansiveness. And no matter how chaotic the mind is, there's always that self, there's always that soul, there's always that awareness that's underneath all of that, that's behind all the clouds and all the chaos and all the movement and all those cars driving by in the mind. Even for a moment, you could just allow the mind to just go a little bit crazy and just move from one thought to the next for all the chaos and just allowing it to do that and just noticing what's happening as you're allowing it to do that. At the same time, staying centered, just like a rock that's staying centered in that place of expansiveness and awareness while the mind is going a little bit crazy. You can just bring your mind back to the breath, then allow it to go, then bring it back to the breath, allow it to go. And just knowing that we could be in control of the mind, we could be aware, through the awareness, we're tapping into free will, into our Bechira. And when we're connecting to that Bechira and that choice, we're placing where we want to place our consciousness on. It allows us to then move into the awareness by choosing. So you could choose where you want to place your awareness. Whether it's on following what I'm saying, whether it's on the noise in the room, whether it's on your breath. Moving back to the breath, just breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth and through the nose through the mouth and again if the mind wanders we can bring ourselves back to that breath 
could have faith and a muna on the breath that it's always going up and it's always going down and we could place our awareness on that and through the nose feeling the air rushing into the body the shoulders rising up as we're breathing out just letting go the shoulders dropping just sinking deeper and deeper into the meditation breathing in the shoulders rising up and breathing out just letting go the shoulders dropping just sinking deeper and deeper And again, if the mind wanders and is distracted, you can notice that and bring yourself back to the breath, back to the moment, to the presence, to that presence. It's called the presence. And just sinking deeper and deeper into that moment, into the self that can notice the present moment. back to the breath, that anchor, shoulders rising, feeling lighter, you could almost imagine a balloon filling up with air, just rising higher and higher as you're breathing out, the balloon, the air coming out, dropping, you almost imagine a pebble dropping into the ocean, just sinking deeper and deeper and deeper, breathing in, that balloon rising up, just moving higher and higher, feeling lighter and lighter as we're breathing out, just letting go, just that pebble dropping into the oceans is sinking deeper and deeper and deeper into that self, into that expansiveness, into that capacity to connect with each other into that Knesset Yisrael. It doesn't have a beginning or an end. The root of all the souls. Breathing in. Just allowing yourself to rise higher and feeling lighter. And just noticing what it's like for the breath to move into the body. Just using that curiosity, breathing out. The shoulders dropping, just sinking deeper and deeper, and deeper. Breathing in again. Feeling lighter, the shoulders rising up. Breathing in positivity and warmth and joy and mindfulness and presence and stillness and breathing out, just letting go any of that stress or discomfort that you don't need, that you can just let go. Breathing in the joy and the happiness and stillness and calm into the body, allowing it to fill up, breathing out anything you don't need, any discomfort, anything that's holding you back. You could even maybe feel it in your body if there's anything holding you back and just breathe into it and let that go. Breathing in, feeling the positivity, the warmth, connecting to the energy of the group, breathing in the positivity and the energy of this group, that we're all here on this journey together, that the deeper that we get, the closer that we get to each other, just breathing out any separateness, any fragmentation, any anti-integration that doesn't allow us to be. Breathing in integration and love and harmony 
and unity and connection and symphony and music and breathing out anything we don't need. Breathing in positivity and warmth, allowing that warmth to heat up your body as you're breathing out anything that you don't need anymore. Anything that you could just let go. And the idea of letting go is not to push, it's not to attach, but it's about just letting, being curious and noticing how that which we don't want is not truly us. And it's not the I and it's not the self. And anything that's not connected to the self and the I that we don't need, we can just let go as we are able to distance ourselves from it and move deeper and deeper into the self, into that expansiveness and stillness that doesn't have a beginning or an end, that just is. That doesn't need to prove anything, that doesn't need to go anywhere. Connected to the idea of the Yudke Vavke. It's beyond time that just is. The Havaya, the presence. Just breathing in the positivity and the warmth again and breathing out anything we don't need. to zoom out of the breath and of this process, noticing there's this awareness that can notice the breath, that could also notice the body, that can notice the thoughts, but it's not the body, it's not the thoughts. This awareness, this place of self, of expansiveness, of mindfulness, of presence. So just noticing the top of the head, allowing the top of the head to relax and soften the forehead to relax and soften, the cheeks to relax and soften, the nose to relax and soften, the cheeks to relax and soften, the jaw muscles to relax and soften. A lot of times we can hold anger in the the jaw muscles. We can hold pain in the body. there's some tightness so as we're scanning through we can allow some of that to go and release and sink deeper and deeper into stillness and relaxation and presence and noticing if you're able to feel that relaxation and that presence or you did even for a moment and you can return back to it Allowing the shoulders to relax and soften, the neck to relax and soften and drop and sink, the arms to relax and soften and drop and sink, to the elbows to relax and soften and drop and sink, the hands to relax and soften and drop and sink, the chest to relax and soften and drop and sink. The stomach, relax and soften and drop and sink. There's any, maybe deep sense of not good enough. Just allowing that to drop and sink and let go. And 
seeing the light within everything. Allowing the thighs to relax and soften and drop and sink. The knees to relax and soften and drop and sink. calf muscles to relax and soften and drop and sink, the feet to relax and soften and drop and sink, just allowing the body to sink deeper and deeper and relax, and any holding that you feel in the body, any of that tension, you could breathe into it and soften it with the awareness, you could bring compassion onto it, that there's this eye of the self this place of relaxation that could bring healing, that could be the leader of the mind and of the body. And bring compassion to it. Bring some light. Any pain that's stuck in the body could bring some compassion and breathe into it. Any holding. We're just relaxing and sinking deeper and deeper and deeper into the meditation, into self, into expansiveness, into aliveness and alertness. I could just notice, I could just be, and somewhat awake and somewhat sleeping. And even if you're stuck in distraction, you can notice that and be curious about that and notice that there's something that can notice that. That awareness. And maybe you're completely dropped and stationed within the awareness and in that presence. Or maybe you're not as deeply connected to it. Whatever place we're in, that's completely where we're supposed to be. And just noticing that. And it's about being compassionate on ourselves. So much of the time we're trying and we're trying and we're trying. allow ourselves to relax a bit and let go of that trying let go of that attachment of that need to do that need to be perfect that need to figure it out and just let go into the self into the expansiveness into the soul that just is behind all the chaos Sometimes life takes us away, but just recognize there's a part of us that stays, that stays here in this moment that isn't broken, that is beautiful. My soul, my soul. Sometimes life takes us away, but just recognize.
there's a part of us that stays, that stays here in this moment that isn't broken, that is beautiful, my soul, my soul. When you catch on to the tune, feel free to sing along. Just knowing that life takes us away, our mind takes us away, we have the capacity to sink a little deeper, to return to the soul, because it's always there behind all the chaos. And as we sink deeper and deeper into that, into that place of Yeshuvadat, just allowing us to even notice the energy of the space, to be able to see from a place of more clarity, more aliveness and alertness, spaciousness and calmness, and being. And feel free to sing along when you catch on to the tune.
just recognize there's a part of you that stays, that stays here in this moment, that isn't broken.
moment to breathe in and breathe out, just breathing in together. Just allowing yourself to dive deeper and deeper to that place of stillness. Yishabadat, relaxation.
even in your mind's eye, just allowing yourself to bring up, comes up to mind when you're thinking of Sukkot. Maybe it's a different Torah that you've been learning about it, or the Sukkah itself, the Lulav, the Esrov. And moving yourself into that energy of Sukkot, from this place of Yishuvadat, this place of stillness, even if it's just a moment of stillness, or if you're completely within stillness. Just noticing what it's like, seeing if you could be curious. What energy is there, how it's different than perhaps other holidays. To bring yourself back to a moment of Sukkot. Maybe you're in the sukkah with the family. There's this idea of um, from Rabbi Nachman that the sukkah is the Or Makif to the external light. And that vodav of the mitzvah of sukkah is to bring the or makif into the or pnimi, to bring that higher light, that abstract idea, perhaps the tshuva that we experienced over Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, even if it was a moment of tshuva that perhaps there's that tshuva, but it's it's in the Ormakif, it's a bit abstract. It's not really, it didn't really penetrate inside within us. In Sukkot, we have the opportunity of bringing that tshuva and that depth and that abstract, you know, gift that perhaps we received into our presence, into our life. You can almost imagine a light, you know, surrounding you. That's not really inside. As you're thinking about just allowing the light to seep in. You can almost imagine a sukkah that the shechina surrounding you, but it's not really inside yet. And as you're sitting there, you're just allowing it to drop in and seep in. Just like water dropping on on a rock over and over again like Rabbi Kiva saw and eventually it makes that hole that when we do something over and over again and we do tshuva and tshuva and tshuva and we're 
and we're moving towards that path, little by little it seeps in and Sukkot is perhaps that opportunity. You can also notice if there's any other energy of Sukkot as we're in this curious space and just noticing if we could bring that into our lives through the music, through the meditation, through the Yishuvadat as being that first, first level. And the idea of a mantra is that we're saying something over and over and over again. Maybe it's a line. And it allows us to get deeper. So maybe even if there's something within your life that you tapped into a bit, but you want to bring it into your life deeper and deeper. Maybe it's some kind of chuva that you took upon yourself. But you want it to be a part of you. You want it to seep within your essence and within your dot, moving from the chachma to the bina to the dot, from that abstract awareness to the contemplation until it seeps in within the, the self. So you can bring that up into your mind's eye and as we're singing this song together. Maybe it's, you know, that you want to spend more time learning something or with family or whatever you took upon yourself or something that you want to bring deeper and deeper in your life or just being able to be in presence more. As we're singing this together, just sinking deeper and deeper into that, into the light, into the light of the sukkah, into the energy of the holiday that perhaps we could tap into and then tap into deeper and, and we actually move into the day. Through that mantra, through that little drop, you know, over and over again. Struggle is me, you face 
yourself to sink deeper and deeper and deeper it's like that pebble dropping into the ocean into that expansiveness until it disappears into the vastness of it all a place of bituo of ayin of keter of dveikut light, connection, 
experience. breath in and a breath out we sing this last song together about peace you could even open up your hands bringing down the chef on the light and when we're able to tap into some more of that integration within ourselves, we're able to create that strong vessel that allows more and more light to come down that peace is the vessel for the blessing to receive. And you could have in mind people in your life and yourself that need healing, whether it's physical, psychological, on all levels. I could use some of that light, some of that shefa, some of that abundance, some of that peace. And the more that we're able to create that place of peace within ourselves, the more we're able to receive that peace and just allow it to overflow to others. So if we could just even take a moment to tap into some of that peace within ourselves, some of that integration that all, that there's a self that's leading all the parts, that's allowing all the parts to integrate that the two opposites are coming together. Rabbi Nachman explains that peace when the two opposites coming together, that all the different parts of us are becoming one and we're just able to be and see the light within everything, how it's all connected. We could bring down more light. And to those that are sick and to Am Yisrael, bringing down the light to Am Yisrael, the whole world and feel free to sing along when you catch on to the tune Oh, 
taking a deep breath in and a breath out. Just taking a moment to notice what it's like to be with silence, to be in that empty space. To be almost in that sense of nothingness, but it feels like everythingness. And expansiveness. Connecting deeper and deeper into that place of ultimate existence, closer and closer to Hashem, to the light. Until the external world becomes even less real than the, than the realness of the being and the presence and the light. That capacity to speak to God from that place and, and to receive Ruach HaKodesh idea called Rishimo, that when you experience any kind of experience, you could always return back to it. If there's any light that you experienced or new awareness, any sense of Yishuvadat or, or moving higher than that, or the sensitivity of Sukkot, or any idea, you could always return back to that space. You could even find that light, maybe it's somewhere in the body, and return back to that space. You could always move back there. Moving back to the breath the nose out through the mouth, grounding ourselves back into this moment, moving back into this space, into the home that we're sitting within, the floor. You can wiggle your toes, your fingers, moving ourselves back to the present moment. grounding ourselves back, feeling the floor, the breath also has that capacity to ground. When you're ready to open up your eyes, you're more than welcome to do so or keep them, you know, close whenever you feel comfortable.
if anybody wants to, um, before we end, to share, you know, maybe any insight or experience that they had or something to the rest of the Chabura. I had a moment during the, the second song, the second mantra, that the, I don't know, I visualized going from the Allah from Ani to Ayin. That just made me smile. Hmm. Anybody who's here, everybody had their own journey. Just for being here, I hope that you experience something more than you're used to at this hour of the night and during the day. And whether you had an aleph go from the beginning of the word, the letters changing, or you just sat here in silence and melted into yourself, you can realize there's a deeper power that's to be had, that's to be grasped. And it's all inside of us. It's all just sitting still. Whether it's with Yosef, you're playing sweet songs, putting on headphones, and just finding the right calm playlist, or just sitting still for a few minutes a day is extremely important. And it could bring you to a deep place. Without words, it doesn't have to be with words, it doesn't have to be with ideas. Just to be. We've lost what it means to be. So if anybody wants, wants to add, I want to thank Yosef for again coming, joining with us, helping us. Thank you. Thank you, Yosef. Everyone here. It was a moment early on, but I walked in here, I felt like I couldn't... I, I, couldn't even relate to the person that I felt I was yesterday. I felt so far and distant from it. And sort of what you were saying was at the end of there was something somewhere in that whole experience just now which brought me back and let me know that I can tap back into that. It's there and sometimes I don't feel it or I don't know it, but it's always there. And so thank you for that. About an hour before we got here, I was feeling like the most chaotic i felt in a long time, probably since I started learning Sharbatahun. I think it came from like being in a place of total calm yesterday to where like all of a sudden there's all these things you need to do for circus, building a circus, buying a little. And then thinking about that soul and what Rabirami was talking about, like taking your the Ani out and not about you and going up to who you're doing it for and realizing that with your Nishima, the breath that takes you to your neshama it's just like not about you and just all of a sudden it's just like when you're doing something for Hashem all of a sudden like that calmness just like came right back so it was very very powerful thank you guys
Something really also uh, sweet that I feel. I, I felt this also last time when I was I was with this chevra, and um, there's kind of I don't know. There's kind of like this feeling that I get when I come here, kind of like you know I want to get deep and like I'm ready. I'm ready to really just like sink and uh, and do and do like that work, and it's really it's inspiring for me, you know. So many people want want that. Just one last, one last note, as Guy said, it's very important to realize the word "hesbaidus" has become a word that is very, very popular on the lips of people, but yet no one really knows what it is or how exactly to get there. And there's many, many ways. I, just, I would like everybody to know that they just experienced this Baruch. This Baruch doesn't mean Dafka talking to Hashem. It doesn't mean anything. It just means being in a place of alone. You could be alone in the mind even though you're surrounded by friends. You could be alone in a forest surrounded by nobody. But it doesn't have to be that way. This was a moment of his Baruch. Not just a moment. 10, 20 minutes. So if you've never experienced this Buddhist, welcome. You just did. And you can recreate this wherever you want, whenever you want. Shabbat all to be able to come back to this place individually and collectively. And to come into Sukkot a little bit lighter, a little more peace. No more Yishavadas. No. You got him, Yosef. You really got that guy. Eat his way. Good job, Yosef. Try to the sukkah, Fever. Try to the sukkah. Or mock it to bring it down. Shkayah, Yosef. Thank you so much. Thank you, Yosef. Thank you, Geek.